0: Okay, I'm good to go. G-T-G. Oh my. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Hello. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Winging It, the West Wing Podcast. My name's Andrea. And I'm Sally. And we are going to talk about Season 5, Episode 2, The Dogs of War. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Sally, we're, we're in... Season yeah, so we're in season five. I can't how believe do you, that. How do you feel about this? <laughs> I feel it feels really surreal to me. Honestly, it happened so fast. It did happen so fast. Yeah, we were we were like podcasting ninjas for that first year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kind of like that. We're slowing it down a bit because man, that was yeah, that was intense. It was, it was but um want to say hello to all of our new listeners. We've got we've gotten a bunch of people who've reached out in the past month or two. Yeah, and some of you have have been binge listening, and I don't really know what that's like to have that much of of us a in lot. your lives, but that's we're a lot. we're yeah, I would imagine. A lot. Um, <laughs> but we're so glad to have you along for the ride, yeah, and for are. our foray into season five, the post Sorkin <sighs> era. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. I agree. <clears throat> this is what I'm thinking. I want to go episode by episode and I just want to, I just want to identify the ones that really don't measure up because I felt like the, the premiere of season five, I feel like that did measure up. I feel like it kept in sync in terms of the quality. Yeah. And I think there's probably just a handful of episodes that fall short and I feel like those are the ones that people latch on to. I agree. To say like, oh, that's not, that's not canon or whatever. Right.
1: Right. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to, I haven't rewatched a ton of season five, as I think most people haven't, because it's just not, I don't think it's terrible like some people do, but, you know, it's not the ones you love to go back to, Uh, so it'll be interesting. Some of these I'll be rewatching, not for the first or second time, but I don't know, some of them I just haven't seen as much, so.
0: Yeah, agreed. We'll have fresh eyes, fresh perspective on it. Yep, definitely. Should we sing? yes yes Yes, we absolutely should yes we should okay start us off sally it's your favorite part (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) now we can talk about all things west wing we, yes, let's we, talk about we it. Are vo- I don't know we're, where to start though. We're vocally ready, we're emotionally ready. Well, <laughs> well, let's talk about what happens in this episode. Let's just give a quick recap if you have not yes. rewatched it recently. It's a lot of re's. Mm-hmm. So, we are we are 30 hours into this pr- the presidency of of essentially. 30 yeah. or, right? <laughs> Is it 30 hours into that yes. or 30 hours into the I- kidnapping? oh well no, I, I don't know actually i guess i thought it was the kidnapping but yeah too far apart anyway so, that's true eh, roundabout this is the <laughs> third episode that has taken place within the span of 48 hours so this is the longest we've yes. ever parked in a time frame ever on the west wing it is so long it is a long long time and i love that we've got sally back uh to co-host this episode because amy gardner is here <laughs> perfect timing (laughs) (laughs) it's like made to happen so (laughs) so let's see what happens in this episode which was written by john wells bt dubs um Mm -hmm. a new speaker of the house is named we're still just trying to navigate the walk-in white house which feels wrong on so many levels Yes, and Leo is just trying to keep it together. Josh gets a new intern <laughs> from the movie Bring it on, so that's hilarious. <laughs> and yeah. um, Josh is still super paranoid that the Republicans are going to start legislating. And then uh, we might have found Zoe, so that's <sighs> I feel like that's it, right?
1: That's pretty much it, really. Yeah. Whew. It's, I mean, oh, well, we bombed
0: Kumar. Oh, yeah. And there's, like,
1: some fallout from that. Sorry about it.
0: Yeah, we we bombed <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Kumar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How, how'd you feel about this episode? Well, um, it, I don't feel like it was as good as the first episode. And...
1: I agree.
0: The first episode didn't have a lot of levity to it either. And Mm -hmm. I guess I just miss that a little bit because, like I said, this is the third episode in this span of time, and it hasn't been appropriate for there to be a lot of humor. And I just kind of miss that piece.
1: I agree totally. I think there are – I think it's interesting because I think there are two things sort of working against uh, this season already in that – not – well – not only did Aaron Sorkin leave obviously I'm not counting that but also we have a storyline where Bartlett's not in the oval office mm-hmm. and it's not appropriate to really be that funny yeah so i feel like even no matter what they did it was just a tough spot to be in to to have the beginning of your sorkinless era be so like non west wing Anyway, you know, like no matter yeah. what you did, unless, unless literally in the first five minutes you brought Bartlett back and, and there's Zoe, Zoe.
0: she's been and made everything okay. Yeah, Zoe was <laughs> on a campaign trip, we found her, you know. Yeah, so a, like,
1: a short of doing those things, you're in a tough spot because it just doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel the same, obviously, because President Bartlett's not in the Oval Office, someone else is totally. Mm -hmm. And you can't really joke that much. So I feel like it was sort of like, it was just tough. They were, they were fighting uphill, essentially.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a, for sure, an uphill battle. And I would imagine, Yeah. I wonder when people stop watching. I feel like it would be hard to stop watching at this point, because you just want to know what's going to happen. There's so much that's unknown. And you're kind of on the edge of your seat because it's uncomfortable, A, with just, john goodman at the helm and then b just all you don't really know i mean you kind of assume that zoe's gonna be found because that would be pretty devastating yeah what would
1: they do if she was yeah it would be too devastating for them to
0: keep going probably yeah probably so you do kind of assume but you uh,
1: yeah i imagine i mean even as like rough as season five got and there wasn't a point where i just like didn't want to keep going I don't
0: know yeah that never occurred to me I didn't realize that till after watching the whole series and then finding out I don't think I knew that Sorkin left I I found out that Rob Lowe left but yeah mm-hmm. I think my first watch through I didn't realize it so and I know we have some people who are listening who are, are on their first watch too
1: I wonder that too in general, like if you didn't, and obviously we don't want this to happen because writers and showrunners should get lots of credit, but if you didn't know about writers or showrunners and you weren't, or even directors, and you weren't paying attention to those types of things, if you would be able to, I mean, I think in this, in this case, you can sense the difference between seasons one through four, and then and then season five. But just in general, like, watching it in real time. Gilmore Girls is a great example. Like, I watching Gilmore Girls, I didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes. I didn't know any drama when I was watching it live. Right. Uh, so I wonder, you know, and now, I feel like now, too, is a different time. Because I feel like the showrunner and, like, the idea of this, you know, you got Shonda Land And yeah. you have Aaron Sorkin. You had Vince Gilligan on Breaking Bad. Like, the showrunner has become this commodity. And that I don't feel like it was... In a certain time, I mean, Aaron Sorkin obviously was a, a household name, but just in general, it wasn't the same kind of thing. So yeah. I do wonder about that too. Like,
0: it's much how more much transparent now because at, at the, yeah, right. I wonder what it was like at the time because I I feel like people probably would have just been more invested in the stories. You know, they might not have liked right. the storyline, but he wrote it yeah. he, and then he just dropped it off in their laps. So they're, <laughs> right, they're just trying to find their way. Um. Okay, well, what are there things that you did like in particular? Do you want to talk about uh, things that I did like? I feel like a lot of
1: my notes are like are are still kind of broad strokes for this, but things that I did like was I did think that they kept everyone really well in character. I thought that you know Leo was kind of obviously Leo had a lot going on, but he just kind of put his head down and did what he had to do in typical Leo fashion, like didn't show too much emotion. You know, he was sort of quiet but still getting things done josh on the other hand was very loud but getting things done i mean he was very Mm -hmm. you know passionate as josh is and and all of that toby was the same way uh when toby and will were having their conversations and their arguments their speeches i felt like those i feel like everybody was still just so in
0: character everybody was on task yeah
1: yeah and i thought that was really great so that was something i did like because i think you know people talk about season five not being that great but like all of our people are still here like aaron sorkin's gone but like Martin Sheen and Richard Schiff, like, yeah. so many people gave such great performances in this episode that it's, I don't know how you could just give up on those characters, even if, I don't know,
0: you know? That's maybe. So
1: I, I thought that was great that they kept were kept in character.
0: Maybe the, the per, I wish that there was some sort of poll where we could find out exactly how many people defected. You know what I mean? Because maybe it is, like, a really yeah. small percentage, but they're just really loud about it you know like right maybe they just right. k- kick up the most dust but it's really just a couple people yeah
1: i did that ma- that would make sense i think i don't know so I, I did like that i i did think we talked a little bit about there not being as much comedy and i did think that played a big part and of course you couldn't really be comedic in this episode but yeah, it did feel very somber.
0: It did. I think the only comedy really—I think the intern guy, Ryan, the guy from Bring It yes. On. I know he has a real name, yeah. but I'm going to call him Ryan from Bring It On.
1: <laughs> Jesse Bradford. Jesse
0: Bradford. I think they definitely also of swim fan fans. Oh, right. a swim fan. Fan. Oh, that's right. How could I forget? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that blockbuster. Yeah, <laughs> it's too uh, very <laughs> for, uh, formative. Movies from our yeah our exactly adolescence, mm-hmm. I, they definitely used him for some comedic relief in that he was annoying Josh yeah. and I think annoying Josh is funny pretty much at all times, and Donna was right. upset thinking she got passed over for this kid who, you know, was just from a well-bred family and apparently is Josh's right. intern. So yeah, that was that was yeah I think he was he was definitely
1: intended to be the comedic. I mean, when he did had the whole do you guys always walk this fast and then he fell
0: yeah
1: and that was sort of <laughs> that sort of did pain me a little bit yeah
0: like oh okay it was a little bit like oh here's a gag that works or that we've done before yeah i i liked more right. when he was setting josh up talking about like people that he knew from harvard or had you know josh was like i had a lot of girlfriends and he was more of a yeah a or guy. yeah of
1: course you were on the crimson yeah. stuff like that i thought that was yeah that felt more real i
0: guess mm-hmm. than him falling in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. hallway what a lucky break for him <laughs> again so many guest stars um also yes, i did absolutely i did like for her brief appearance when amy was there that Josh like couldn't admit that she woke him up, and he's like sleeping lacks a certain masculine whatever.
1: <laughs> I thought it was great. I did like
0: that, and I liked I liked Amy in this episode.
1: I feel like this is the apocalypse, but I mean she was only in it. She was for only in for like two about minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Right, but. And this is this goes with the other few times that I've liked her. I feel like she was contributing and supporting Josh. like she brought him a bagel and she brought him some coffee and she was taking care of him. She was not being a hindrance. She was
0: not being difficult. I don't right. know you know what and I, she I, did I, I don't know she did feed his paranoia though, but that was probably well founded. She did
1: feed his paranoia. <laughs> but that felt in character too.
0: um yeah so. Yeah, I I enjoyed her
1: more because, again, it felt like she was on his team. It felt like she was on his side. And and I
0: I enjoy her more in that setting, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I agree. (sighs) Donna definitely feels like she's, you know, holding her own. It's less of a subservient role than just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's... I don't know, just the way that she's carrying herself. Ever since the... Moment with Amy where Amy's like, "Are you in love with Josh?" I've noticed that like definite shift in Donna, even though we haven't had any sort of Josh and Donna, anything in at least that's true three episodes or four. So it's it's been a minute. They really
1: put a halt on that. (laughs) Yeah,
0: way to put the brakes on that um yeah other than other than that we do get to see toby at the hospital with the babies and with andy which is so nice (laughs) it was very nice
1: it was a nice little like respite in in a other an otherwise very sad episode it was fun to see it was fun to see him in that i mean i've talked about that before that i like toby in that zone and i thought it was a good sort of rest from all the stress, I guess.
0: Yeah. It really, it has been pretty stressful. So I'm glad.
1: <laughs> I'm- That's another thing we mentioned at the beginning. It does feel like this this storyline has gone on for a very long time.
0: Yeah. Well, it has. Maybe
1: it has, right? It has. Even, like, the shooting storyline went on for, like, two, two. and a half episodes mm-hmm. with then some mentions. The sub- yeah, not even half. Two, two episodes in the last five minutes of that first one Mm -hmm. uh so this does feel like it's it just goes on for
0: for a while yeah Uh, poor leo isn't caught in the crossfire of everything like he has to navigate all the personnel changes and uh Mm -hmm. and then walk and tells leo and dealing
1: with president bartlett and yeah like being supportive for him but still doing his job yeah leo's in a tough spot in this episode
0: yeah and then Walken says that if leo's uncomfortable being his chief of staff that he can recuse himself too i mean it's can you like if leo weren't there it wouldn't be the white house i mean really Mm -hmm. if there's a different president and there's no leo even if the other staffers were there i feel like it would be so unbalanced we would just be like this is not this is not the same show so it's not the same charlie's still at the residence the whole time he's very much like The
1: steady force.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So much that he has to bear on his shoulders. It's just, I can't even imagine.
1: Another thing I really enjoyed was... Was this sort of? I guess it wasn't a twist, but so we see Josh freaking out the whole episode about the Republicans governing, right. and he's so worried because like the Democrats, he and Leo both are worried about how the how President Bartlett's appearing, and and they feel like it's a lose lose situation for the Democrats because now he seems weak and all this mm, stuff, right? And then Josh has the scene in the bathroom yeah. with, um. Steve. with walkins i don't know what he yeah with Steve. yeah so they're talking and essentially we hear sort of the exact opposite that the republicans are feeling that way that they're like we can't do anything yeah we can't take it, advantage of this we can't right. do anything <laughs> and i thought that was kind of a fun i think they set it up to seem like they're going to battle and then that was kind of an interesting twist yeah it was I
0: surprising because you really feel like they're gonna have it an was. altercation and the guy's gonna be like, Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna stick it to you, if, you know, we're screw you with your pants on or whatever Sorkinism would fit that yes. moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then at the end they have another nice moment where the guy's like, nice office, and Josh just smiles. And I thought that I just thought that was great. And that's the West Wing being idealistic, I think. Sure. Again, but it was <laughs> it was just nice. <laughs> yes. Which that was that it was great finally when they did find Zoe.
0: Oh man. It did
1: it did sort of feel like a lot of build up and then boom they found her really fast by accident. I don't know. It was that was a little odd.
0: Yeah, but what are you going you only have two options really. Yeah. Like it's either like yeah. a season long saga still... that nobody cares about or you find her and move on, you know.
1: Right. Well, they could have. I, I might have liked it better if they had like had intel and like from the video they were trying to figure out where she's located and like that there was a whole process to it versus mm-hmm. oh someone called nine one one because she was in a domestic dispute totally. and she stumbled upon the farm where the you know where the this president's daughter is being held. Yeah, that was a little weird, but because I agree, let's let's have it happen. Let's get Zoe back. It's time. But um, I just thought it was odd. But it was very satisfying in the sense that it's been going on so long and then Zoe's back and then she looks at Charlie. (laughs) It was just it was a welcome reunion.
0: Yeah see this is why you should not go out with dumb dumb French dudes who just want to put ecstasy in your drink and you should just Accurate. be this. This never would have happened if she were with Charlie. Never would have happened.
1: Absolutely not. He
0: wouldn't have no, let her out probably of. Probably would sit. have
1: taken such better care of her.
0: Yeah, um, I do want to make a, a note about when walking. I think yeah, it was with Debbie with Debbie Fitterer. and he's in the middle of yeah. making calls to the families of the 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 people that had died, and so he says when do i get to the fun part of being president and i know we try to keep this politics out of it but i feel like this is exactly what donald trump would say once he's actually in there and he'd be like when do i get to the fun part you know what i mean and yeah. and i thought it was really I, yeah. I thought it was really interesting that um they make a point to say that he never wanted to be president like that was not his aspiration yeah. which is an interesting choice when you're going to have this kind of Uh, personnel change at such a high level the highest level you know
1: i agree i enjoyed that in the same sense that i enjoyed the flip on the republican stance just seeing because the storyline very easily could have been in comes this power hungry guy who is ready to take over and all this stuff and so to have it be oh no wait i don't want this yeah Or, or not no no wait but like we find out wait he doesn't want this this isn't what he's trying to do. I thought that was interesting, and I thought, I thought it really added a level of believability to how I guess respectful they were of the office mm-hmm. in the sense, you know, when when President Barlow comes back, they're very civil. You know, I, I just thought I thought it was an, a, a more interesting way to do this story mm-hmm. and less predictable than than really having it be a battle and having it be an all out, you know politics, drama kind of thing. So I I enjoyed it. I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, definitely an unlikely choice. That was kind of cool. Yes. So then Bartlett comes wandering in kind of three quarters into the episode. He comes wandering into Toby's office. Oh, Mm -hmm. my word. And Toby's just
1: going to bring this up. Oh, (laughs) then
0: he's working on the two speeches and just having Bartlett wander in there. He's wearing short sleeves because he's not, you know, being President Bartlett. And he asked for a cigarette. And just the fact right. that Toby lies and says that they they're only working on the one when Bartlett knows full well that he's working on both because he's not an idiot. Right. It's just so
1: uh, so much. It is so much, and I think that they both they both just do so great in this scene. It's very like underplayed a little bit. Mm. The President Bartlett when he has the line when he reads the Lord giveth, yes. Lord take it away. His delivery of that is just. Perfect, Give- and, and, like, you were talking about Toby talking about, oh, we only wrote one speech, mm. but then he pulls the other speech out. It was just, I thought it was all... Give them
0: all the Emmys. I it was all super well done. Give them, them all the Emmys. <laughs> Retroactively. Yes. Please.
1: Agreed. I thought that was a shining moment for them. The only thing I didn't like or that I thought was odd was Toby's parting line of, you take care of yourself, Mr. President. Just because... Yeah. You usually think of that as, like, really a parting lot. Like, I mean, Toby, you're you're probably going to see him, like, tomorrow or, like, <laughs> later this week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that was an odd choice. But acting-wise, that scene was just perfect.
0: I don't know that there's a scene that Richard Schiff is in that's not perfect, to be honest. If I get to yeah, interview him at ATX, I'm just going to make my own Emmy <laughs> and just give it to him. Can we do that? Can we just make a wing in it? <laughs> emmy yes we can we can yeah, we can make them for for everyone i'm sure it would hold a lot of weight yeah we will make it for everyone They're yeah perfect. i'm sure they'll just be so moved by it <laughs> um yeah. okay they, yeah i think they love it yeah um what else i mean is this the first time we've heard of Spitz yeah. wanting to resign that was kind of a random thing in there too did you see that
1: No. He said
0: that he wanted... Yeah, he was talking about how he never took his wife on a honeymoon and it's been like 32 years. He's talking about his replacement or have they found one yet? That was kind of a random thing there. I
1: forgot about that. Um, They're setting a few things up in this episode because they also have... We also haven't really touched too much on the um, Abby and President Bartlett situation with her being angry about things so that'll be coming there's they're setting a few things up
0: yeah it's a little bit arctic well yeah. you know yeah. what do you what do you he think do you think had. do you think that he should have discussed the decision about sharif with her i think he could have
1: discussed it but i don't know that she should get to really weigh in on things like i don't
0: know and is she I think... is she just upset because she thinks it's related to zoe like if it were any other moment right. i don't know that she would be so upset about it
1: right well and that's the thing is like she has to know it does it seems a little irrational to me which i don't like because it does seem like well, if this Zoe thing had never happened, would she still have been mad at him for not discussing it? Like he can't, he can't tell her everything. I wouldn't think. Right. At
0: what point is and, yeah, code word clearance? Like what yeah, what level so, clearance does the does floatus have? That's something I would really like to know.
1: Right. I think at the point, I think he should have told her at the point he thought the two things were connected. I think he should have been upfront and honest about it and been like, Abby. We did this thing a while ago. This thing has happened because of it. It's not good, and I'm sorry, I'm blah, 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 blah. But, like, I don't think he has to apologize for not including her in the decision. Because what would she have said? No, you can't kill Abdul Sharif because somebody might kidnap Zoe. Right. Like, she never. That, I don't think that she that ever would That can't be a factor. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think
0: she ever would have said that. I think it's just hindsight. Right. You
1: know? So, right. So, like, how would she have really impacted the decision regardless? So, I think it's I, – I, yeah, I think it's an odd – I think she doesn't really have a leg to stand on with that one.
0: Yeah. And she's, but she's not. There's more to come. Yeah. She's not feeling good. No. And then when Barlett was reinstated, I mean, obviously it's a relief. Like you finally see him in a suit and you're like, oh, thank God. You know, but. Uh, <laughs> but I kind of wanted there to be more like of a team or like a family reuniting moment or at the very least
1: dismissed quickly (laughs) yeah
0: i wanted there to be even just a moment with leo because leo was like legit holding holding it down under very stressful (laughs) circumstances i kind of wanted even even after the senior staff left i wanted bartlett to look up from his desk and get up and hug leo and just not he didn't even have to say anything but
1: right perhaps just some sort of acknowledgement right
0: nothing we got nothing
1: nothing I
0: agree.
1: I would have liked a whole... I mean, the Leo moment would have been great, but I would have also liked a whole sort of family... I mean, they were all in there, but then it was like, okay, bye. Thanks, Mr. President. Yeah. Even just
0: a a hug of some kind. I mean, we've gotten other sappy moments before where they're all like sitting on a stoop and repeating the same line over and over. I feel like if you're going to ever use it, right. this would be a good time to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Totally agree. Glad I they totally found your kid. Yeah. Glad they found your kid. You know? Glad you're still <laughs> my president. You're, you'll always be my president, Mr. <laughs> president. Like, anything Right. And, would have been acceptable. Yeah, could have
1: put more weight. I mean, they kept calling him Mr. President the whole time, but could have put more weight on the Mr. President thing. Anything like that. To just acknowledge, like, oh, thank God we're back here, you know? Yeah. So... I also think John Goodman should get an honorable mention again because I think he was just fabulous. Yeah, in this role. MVP.
0: I mean, He's so I don't know if he. Yeah, he was just great. Yeah, we. Uh, eh.
1: Maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was. He was such an interesting choice, and did yeah. did an excellent job, really, because he definitely made you feel that he was someone to be reckoned with he was very presidential and but also off-putting and how different he was in the type of president so i mean i wonder who the other contenders were for that role i would yeah that would be very interesting love to talk to the casting director for the show
1: Mm -hmm. and see who else was in consideration for that yeah but he did perfectly i thought it was i thought it was great
0: yeah Ooh. well uh that's uh that's the dogs of war right there in a nutshell my friends Pretty much it, yeah. yeah if you have yeah. if you have other thoughts of things we missed or things you agree with or don't agree with just send them to us at the west wing at gmail.com or we are on facebook and instagram and twitter at Pod. we're not the west wing weekly <laughs> it's so mm, funny how many not. people get the the handles mixed up on twitter which yeah. you know Hey, it's all good. If you're hey, if you're listening to this, they then you us, yeah. then you found us, and we have found mm-hmm. each other. Um. All right. Well, what's the next? <laughs> do you do you wait? Do you have an MVP? Do I have an MVP for this episode? Um. Yes. Gosh, I feel like I just want to give Leo. I just want to give Leo props yeah. in general because yeah. he's had a rough go of it the last couple episodes, and I liked Indeed. it when he finally like couldn't keep it together, and he was like, you know. This is insane, mm-hmm. and you can't start legislating blah blah blah. So I'll go ahead and give it to Leo on this right. one.
1: Yeah, I would second Leo, and then we can just give honorable mention to John Goodman. Yeah, that was what I said maybe because I was like, Leo has to get one of them. Yeah, but then John
0: Goodman can have okay,
1: <laughs> can have one
0: too. So, that seems yeah. balanced. Yes. Well, I'm definitely so. I'm ready yeah. to get to episode three though. I feel like okay, let's yes. let's get on with the other storylines. Sharif is passed for the most part and zoe's back so let's just see what else is going to happen in this let's keep moving season five next? staying alive um cool all right yep. all right we'll talk to you guys very soon bye bye guys